shows every Sunday. And the rambling what up everybody this is your boy b rob and i'm back with another edition of the random ramblers with rob podcast first and foremost i'd like to thank you the listener for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts and if you're a first time listener i'd like to thank you oh so much for giving my show a try and if anybody recommended you to me i would like for you to reach over and give that person a crisp high five but if you don't want to be slapping flesh with the compadre that recommended you to me it's okay it's cool you can go to your favorite social media app of choice and you can send that person a well-crafted DM telling them thank you for recommending you to me. Speaking of social media, you can find the Random Rams with Rob on various social media platforms to include Twitter at 3R Show, Instagram at the 3R Show. You can see video interviews that I've done on YouTube by searching 3R Show. And for anything that I may have forgotten to mention, you can go to randomrob.com randomrob.com to where you can find many different ways to help support the show and our sponsor hooks rubs and spices go to hooksrub.com and you can get 15 percent off your order if you use promo code random go to hooksrub.com you get 15 percent off your goddamn order if you use promo code random get that get that lovely array of herbs and spices and rubs in your life god damn it Ooh, yay. Uh, out a little later than I wanted to, but still keeping within the weekly guise of releasing the episode. Been super hella busy at my day job, my work job outside of podcasting and things, you know, the real life adult shit. So uh, I came home yesterday, ample amount of time to record and produce an episode for Sunday. But I was like, fuck that couch. <laughs> I came home. When the well, wash my hands and put my bags away first. But I came home, went in the kitchen, made food. Well, I didn't physically, you know, I didn't cook the food. My wife made the food, but I, you know, I made a plate and I ate. And then I washed myself ever so vigorously <laughs> in a back and forth motion. And uh, I got into bed. And mind you, I got off of work at probably like seven i got home about seven o'clock at night and i did all that and i got in the bed and i started playing my motherfucking ps vita <laughs> so i just laid in the bed because mrs b rob was upstairs in the movie room watching um denzel washington film man on fire and for those of you who've been listening to this show a while know me and i got beef with motherfucking denzel because of a episode that we recorded which is rapidly approaching here pretty soon once again the real annual event of uh the random rounds with rob ask miss b rob so uh, a question was posed or whatever like would you kiss this person i forget what the, even the question was but her answer was denzel washington and i was like fuck him ever since <laughs> so she was up there watching uh freaking man on fire a, a tremendous film and uh i just laid downstairs in the bed playing the goddamn ps vita that i have recently acquired in my handheld uh journeys uh, quests i i would say so i've just been you know modernizing this thing because here we are in 2023 playing on a handheld console that was released in 2011 and I'm not going to lie, 
other than some of the the hand placement because this uh handheld has two joy cons and everything is similar to that of a playstation controller um this thing still holds up it's pretty good i'm not gonna lie i mean if you would have launched this thing with with obviously some uh minor upgrades to the physical aesthetic of it so like you know maybe pulling the thumbsticks out a little further maybe widening the whole console and uh i think this thing would be primed and ready and cool for something to have in uh, 2023 i mean i'm playing playstation one games on there which i mean by today's standards isn't really that hard i'm playing some nintendo 64 games those are just hard to emulate uh because you know of things <laughs> and um the vita games look great i'm just going back and revisiting some of the um, things that i've enjoyed in my past and you know it's great for those other you know the the lesser powered handheld games so like game boy color game boy game boy advanced and things like that you know you can get some of those neo geo handheld joints and all those other weird ass shits but you know for what it is here in 2023 the vita is pretty damn great so there you go get you some of that ambiance get you some of that 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 menu music is just is soothing you know i was laying up in the bed just kind of going through some settings and everything and uh just the lights were down low and i just had this calm soothing you know melodic tones just bustling through my ears <laughs> yeah but as you do i went through and uh some of the games that i downloaded were all the old crappy professional wrestling games that they have a ps1 so it was like WCW versus the world, uh, WCW Mayhem, WCW NWO Thunder, WCW Nitro. One, because I wanted to see how, you know, the Vita handheld could withstand all these things. And one, because uh, I guess I wanted to punish myself. <laughs> I also downloaded some PlayStation 1 games. And it's kind of tricky to play these because if they did have buttons that were mapped to the rear, left and right triggers or whatever, the PlayStation Vita had a rear touchpad. So those buttons get mapped to that and then you're holding it and then your fingers are touching it. So it's just like a weird thing. But some of these PlayStation 1 games, I mean, you can get through it without even having to use those uh, rear buttons a lot of the times or whatever. I haven't even been through too many of the button guides and everything to figure out what I'm actually missing. But for PlayStation 1, I got like Legend of Lagaya. Final Fantasy Tactics, another game that I wanted to get just to punish myself. Uh, Wu Tang Shaolin style, that fighting game that came out that kind of inspired and launched, you know, like Def Jam Vendetta and freaking uh, Def Jam Fight for New York and all this stuff is within that similar style. And then I got like Parappa the Rapper, which I'm horrible at on here, I guess. I don't know if it's like a button mapping issue. Uh, WWE All-Stars I got for the PSP because you can play PSP games on the PS Vita flawlessly for the most part. 
and everything. Uh, I got the Metal Gear collection, like so. I got Metal Gear One, Two, and Three. Uh, Chrono Trigger I just downloaded because of my co-host over on RBR Weekly Wrestling Talk, uh, Pro Wrestling Noah, who is also a pro video game Noah. Uh, he started playing it most recently on Steam, so he was talking about it, and I was like, that was a game that I seen people play when I was younger, but I never really got my hands on it myself. So I just downloaded it for shits and giggles. And uh, a Street Fighter game that I enjoyed as a young man that was not available in the States, which kind of confused me because I never, as a young child, been outside of the United States of America to play this game. It's called Street Fighter XE Plus Alpha. So... I remember vividly me and my nephew playing this game on PlayStation one at my house or his house. One of the combination of the two. And this was like the first 3d street fighter game that they made, you know, 3d characters almost looked like um, virtual fighter characters and shit. You know, there was that type of 3d and the environment was a, uh, you know, 3d and you can move around and traverse and shit. So, I wanted to play this shit. So I downloaded that. And uh, a lot of people who are in the know about these games uh, say they shitty. And I can see why they have that criticism. (laughs) But uh, yeah, it's all good. And, uh, you know, one of my favorite WWE games I've downloaded is uh, WWE All-Stars. I love that game to no end. I wish they would modernize it and update it. They tried to do that with Battlefield or Battleground, whatever that game is, and it was the shittiest thing ever. And then I got some Nintendo 64 games on there, that which is kind of hard to reproduce that on the Vita handheld here, but it's just a few games on here that I do have, like uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, you know, Mario Kart 64, Super Mario 64, Earthworm Jim, Cruising World, because the Cruising franchise is another one of my favorite racing games on here. And of course, for the PSP, I got motherfucking Midnight Club 3 Dub Edition. That that game, I had to have that on every console, handheld or other, because that shit is awesome. And, you know, I got the sequels to Final Fantasy Tactics. But one of the things that I wanted to play, that I wanted to get into my hands was a lot of the Game Boy games and everything. So, I mean, I have actual, you know, Game Boy Advance. I'm looking at them right now. They're sitting on my desk. (laughs) I have a Game Boy Advance that I tricked out with a, you know, color screen, you know, better than what they originally came in. I got a Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Pocket, freaking original OG Game Boy, uh, you know, Game Boy Advance SP. You know I mean? We got every Game Boy handheld in this house except the uh game boy light which uh came out i think after the pocket which is the same size but this one actually had their first iteration of a console handheld console with a light in it hence the name light and we don't have that one and we don't have i think the last game boy handheld that they made was the game boy micro so we don't have those two. One, because the Game Boy Light was only released in Japan. <laughs> so that's another thing. I'm looking at it on eBay. It's kind of pricey. 
and you can get one for cheap, but the ones that are cheaper are the ones that don't have the light functionality. It doesn't work. So I want a working one. So I'm willing to pay a little bit more later when I have the time to <laughs> or the funds to to get one of those to add to the collection. And then the uh, Game Boy Micro on the other end, the um, it's kind of more expensive because they didn't sell all that well. And that tends to be the thing with, you know, collectors. The thing that sells crappy, they don't produce a lot of a lot of the times or they overproduce it and then they discontinue it and then it's still hard to find. So they go up in price because they were so sought out there because there's not many of them or there's too many of them and people just hoarding them shits and selling them for stupid, stupid prices. But this is good with the Vita because I can put all these things instead of, you know, all right, I want to play this game that's only on the Game Boy Advance. So now I got to lug the advance around. Oh, I can only play this because this is on, you know, Game Boy or this is only on DS and all this stuff. Well, I don't have to worry about that anymore because it all fits in the motherfucking Vita. So I had to get the game that I've been questing for. And I think I talked about it on here. Golden Sun is one of the most it's one of the games that left the most lasting memory of me from when the Game Boy Advance was actually in circulation. And it was one of the games that I, I put many hours into and I enjoyed, but I never finished. And then, you know, I, I move up, move on with my life and I wiped it from my memory. I forgot about it because it wasn't in front of me. And then, you know, young child got into all these nostalgic consoles and handhelds and everything. And it started to bring all the memories back and whatnot. So I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of cheap when it comes to this stuff. So what led me to going down a spiral of getting all these handhelds because I figure out that a lot of them, more more of the older ones because they had less advanced <laughs> setups and you know manufacturing processes were easy to fix. So I've been buying them hella cheap and fixing them and giving them the young child for testing and rigorous, <laughs> you know, you know, mayhem and onslaught that she puts upon them. So I've been fixing them for cheap and putting them in the collection. And then like, oh, I want to play this game again. Oh, I want to play this game again. All those memories started coming back. So the golden sun came around once we got a hold to a Game Boy Advance. And I was going to buy this game so I could play it. And then I was looking at these prices and I was like, nah, that's too much. I want to play, but I want to play it that bad. And then I figured out that there was a such thing as a repro. So what people had been doing was uh, since the games were harder to find as a way to get them and play them cheaper, Somebody would recreate the game. They would make their own cartridges of these these classics. A lot of this gets done with uh, Pokemon games. From what I understand. So there's a lot of fake and real cartridges floating out there. So I couldn't tell which was which. And then I took a chance because there was a seller on Etsy that straight up like, hey, this is a repro, you know, 20 bucks. I was like, all right, I'm willing to shell out $20 for that. So went in, got the repro, worked flawless on 
the uh, Game Boy Advance till it didn't. <laughs> so the first initial issue I had was um, I thought it might have been the, the handheld itself, the, the, the Game Boy that I refurbed and brought back to life. So I played other games that had a save functionality and everything. And none of them gave me issues. None of them gave me problems. But with this one, I think um, I got past the initial screen because once every time that you start fresh in Golden Sun, the first thing that pops up outside of the, you know, the people who produced it and all that stuff is your character name select. So you start the game up, you pick the character's name and then it goes immediately into the story of the game. So I started named my character B-Rob as I do. Went through, you know, the whole initial introducing of this game or whatever. Got through there. Did my first save point. And then I turned it off, you know, went do adult things like work and other things. Came back to it to play some more. Had to start all over. Huh. Wonder what the fuck happened. So this time around, got a little bit further, got deep into the game. You know, did a, establish a couple save points. You know, I'm I'm deep in here. I'm the, all the memories are flooding back in. I, I've leveled up characters. I've acquired other summoning characters and everything because it's that type of RPG. Saved it, put it down. Come back a couple of days later. It's all gone. Had to start all the fuck over. I was like, no, but it was cool. Because the person who sold it to me was like, hey, man, these things happen. I'm sorry for the inconvenience. You send it back to me and uh, I'll give you a refund. No harm, no foul. But whenever we got to uh, getting into collecting of the PSPs and everything, I remembered when the PSP was in circulation and even when it was doing the transition into the PS Vita that at that time there was a heavy modding scene. And I remember that because I, you know, I downloaded all kinds of things and stuff <laughs> at that time. And I don't even really recall why I got rid of my PSP. Cause I mean, it was good for what it was, but I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's always the tale of me and consoles and handhelds. Anyway, anytime the new thing comes out, I wind up selling the old thing to get the new thing. You know, I never really hung on to these things because I felt like, you know, I, I never would get any use out of the old thing. I wouldn't go back to it since I had the new thing. And lo and behold, here we are many years later and I got a house full of old shit. I got an original Xbox that I had when it originally came out. I got a PlayStation 2 here. It's not the original, but I still had an iteration of the small itty bitty slim one that I can remember that I had in my car. I had a television in my car because I mean, I'm extremely Southern from uh, Louisiana <laughs> and my first car that I actually paid for with my money that, uh, you know, I got it painted. I put some blades on that bitch and uh, I put a freaking 15 inch or a 10 inch screen in the roof, you know, falling down in my bitch <laughs> so I could play. I had a TV in the freaking mirror, which at the time, 
it wasn't as prevalent as it is now. So I, I could play PlayStation 2 games on my rearview mirror in the front seat and the people in the back seat can play on the 10 inch screen that I had hanging from the ceiling. And uh, yeah, I, I, I was very Southern, Southern with my shit. You know, I had put blades on the ride and I had TVs falling from the ceiling and I had a PlayStation 2 and I had this little bitty tiny one in the back seat. So I've had one of these before. I've had every Nintendo handheld other than um, the DS stuff because I never really got into that, that they released. So it's just like to go back now and buy all these things again, relatively cheaper than what they originally launched for. I mean, it's just it's weird to me. <laughs> and it's just like almost a, it's a collector thing or whatever. And it's just I don't know. I f- young child was interested and I was going out of my way because she's a good kid to make these things happen. I didn't understand it at first. I criticized her for it. But, you know, I, I came around, <laughs> you know, because, you know, she gave me some explanation why she wanted to get into these old things and whatnot. She's like, wanted to establish a connection with you. See how you felt when you played it when you were a child and all kinds of stuff like that. So I don't know, made me feel funny in my heartstrings and shit. But yeah, so I got Golden Sun on here for Game Boy Advance. I got Golden Sun 2, which I've never played, but I won't play until I finish Golden Sun 1. I got Final Fantasy Tactics which was a game that I always wanted to play when it was in circulation or whatever, but I never really got around to doing it for advanced or PlayStation. So I got both of those. And then I got like um, some stuff I wanted to get into that I found out about like um, Pokemon. Never played a Pokemon game in my life. Never had the urge to, never had the desire to. But recently on a tier maker that we did for the Patreon on RBR. Um, we got into ranking Pokemon starters. So it's the Pokemon that you initially start out with when you go on your Pokemon journeys, I suppose, because I know nothing about the game. And uh, one of them, one or two of them caught my eyes like, oh, that's an interesting character. I like what they evolve into and stuff like that, which got me kind of like, what have I been missing? By not playing one of these one millionth goddamn Pokemon games that got out. They got Fire, Moon, Sun, Emerald, Crystal, all these other crazy ass games, you know, just to, you know, sell. <laughs> but, you know, they create new Pokemon, they create a new game. And it, I mean, it extends your market, I guess, capitalism. And um, got to looking into some ROMs for it. But. What caught my eye, really, because a lot of the Pokemons that I was interested in, that I learned about, they're not all throughout all the games. So I had to have a particular game to download so I can play with that particular Pokemon. It's a lot of goddamn Pokemon games. And all these games, all these uh, characters that I like are spread out through different games. And one is not in this game and one is not in this game and so on and so forth. So get on YouTube. And there's a whole mod community for Pokemon games to where they more or less put all the Pokemon in there and they create their own unique 
storylines with these games. So I'm trying to find one of these, a safe one, that I can uh, play so I can play with all the Pokemon and uh, just relive or live a freaking original story that I, that is kind of separate from the, you know, what's been released. So I'm interested in that. I think one of the ones that they said was really good was uh, Pokemon Unbound and everything. And then there is a mashup of Sun and Moon that's out there. So I'm trying to figure all this stuff out. New Frontier. Mods and freaking, I don't know. It's a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> but anyway, that's pretty much what's going on. Young Child is uh, brought me back into the handheld game and fold and just like the collector of things within me or hoarder, however you want to look at it, it's just been reignited and just engaged in all this handheld stupid shit. So I got two PS Vitas now. I got a black one and I got a white one. The white one is a Japanese version, which I gave that to young child and I'm just waiting on a memory card to come in so I can install all the things and stuff. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, so if you if you're out there listening, if you can find it for the low low, or if you got one that you don't need or that's broken, and you want to send it to me to try to fix it and revive it, I need a Nintendo Game Boy Micro and a Nintendo Game Boy Light. <laughs> I'm also trying to find a PSP Go, and uh. I think that'll round all that out. Then after that, I had to see what consoles I'm missing for the DS uh, iteration of the Nintendo handhelds. So after that, that'll be it. Because I'm not getting into all that other stupid, the Neo Geo, Linux, and all this other bullshit. Because that shit looks whack. <laughs> but I don't know. Young child better not utter it. Then it'll be stuck in my brain and I'll be out here in the weeds looking for the things. But yeah. Anyway, that's been about enough of this shit. Uh, if you want to look into the world of professional wrestling, you can hear me live Wednesday nights on RBR Weekly Wrestling Talk, which you can find us on twitch.tv forward slash RBR Wrestling. And you can find the boys of RBR on all socials by searching at RBR Wrestling on whatever social platform that takes that input. And, uh, yeah, that'll be it. Uh, I've been B-Rob, and this has been your handheld game talk. And I'll see you next time.